to heal. Blog Talk Radio. Good morning. Welcome to You Are Okay with uh, Blog Talk Radio. This is Mara, and our guest host today is Brian. Hold on, we've got the music too loud. Uh, I have to tell you, let me see if I can stop it one more time. What a start. <laughs> well, but there's a reason. Let's see if we can stop. And let me reduce the sound down. Sometimes you get your everything adjusted on your switchboard and then it changes. But uh, the stumbling today is because Brian, before we started last week, shared a wonderful, wonderful uh, prayer that he says at the commencement of his program, Nara Narayana, which is on Blog Talk Radio on Saturday afternoons. And uh, I asked him to do it today, and then uh, I think, as typical, my mouth probably got a little bit in the way of our starting on time. And so I was listening to the end as they were saying, five, four, three, two, one. And it is such a lovely saying that I'm going to start a Neil's Be Still Thy Soul. And I'm going to ask Brian if he would be so kind as to share that with all of us, because I almost feel selfish starting this program, uh, which is the commencement of my current moment and my rest of my moments in this day without sharing it with all of you. So, Brian, I'm going to start Be Still Thy Soul, and if you would be so kind as to say for all of us those wonderful, uplifting words that you were sharing with me before we started. It would be my pleasure. Thank you. Thank you, Brian. Would you like me to start? Please. I am here only to be truly helpful. I am here to represent him who sent me. I do not have to worry about what to say or what to do because he who sent me will direct me. I am content to be wherever he wishes, knowing he goes there with me. I will be healed that let him teach me to heal. Wow, that's lovely. Really lovely. That's fair. I would, I wouldn't, I've, I enjoy doing it anytime I'm really to start out my day. Mm-hmm. And it really contains to me all the aspects of who we truly are. So when we say we're only here to be truly helpful, that's indeed our purpose for coming here. It's to help one yes. another. Yes, it and, is. One with each other. And, it, and then it says, um, to be wherever he wishes, knowing he goes there with me. You're never alone. Yes, we're never alone. You're never alone. Always all one. And it also says, I do not have to worry about what to say or what to do, because he who sent me will direct me. I said, I, I put it all in God's hands, or Yahweh's hands, or the higher self's hands, or the all that is, whatever that is, or the Creator. You just leave it up to God. And you give yes. God. Yes. And then it says, I, I will be healed as I let Him be to heal. Beautiful. I will be healed as I let myself be healed. Yes. And in fact, that's something we can talk about. Brian, uh, do not be disconcerted by the sound of the music. I think it sounds louder to you and I than it actually is because it truly is at a background level. So uh, they have a multiple mic system going. I know um, today it sounds a little bit like it's competing with us, but it did on Friday or yesterday also, and then when I played, it was at the regular background level. So. Uh, my friends, if you can't hear us, please call us at 
888-346-9348-888-346-9348. We're going to talk first this morning before we ever get into our talk topic about uh, that last little bit about healing. And Brian, why don't you tell us a little bit about your week? Oh, well, my week has uh, definitely been about healing. Um, over the Labor Day weekend, which was three weekends ago, actually on Sunday, I was out at um, hiking, and I had slipped and fell and twisted my ankle um, pretty badly. And I had to hobble down the mountain and back to the car and whatnot. And I had uh, pretty much come to the conclusion that night that it didn't, it wasn't broken, it was just a sprain. And so I set that in my mind and knew that, as I said, I'll be healed as I let him teach me to heal. Well, I allowed myself to say, you know, this is being taken care of and the healing process is already happening. And I was within full confidence that that was taking place. And so I was, I guess, on a fast track to be to, to being healed once again. And I so within the first week, I was on and off crutches, mostly on them, um, depending on what I was doing. And then the next week, I, I pretty much put the crutches down and started walking uh, more kind of a, a limp just because there was some uh, hurt there. And it was going wonderfully. And then actually this last week, I started to... Uh, to, to walk on it more and more, and it started to swell up, and um, there was a little bit more pain than there than there was before. And I was talking with my father, and he had suggested that maybe it was broken, and I allowed that to enter my mind, and that became my background of what I believed. And so I started to experience more and more pain in my foot, and I started to doubt myself on my affirmation I gave myself prior that it was just his brain. And so because I was now having thoughts in my head about, um, you know, is it broken, is it not broken, do I need to see a doctor, do I not need to see a doctor, I was going back and forth. So I finally came to my, to my mind saying, okay, go to, go to the doctor and at least get some information because right now you're just working from speculation now that you've let this enter your mind. And so I went to the doctor and he looked it over and he said, yeah, it looks like it's just a sprain, but let's take some x-rays just to make sure. And literally, when I got that confirmation from him, it put my mind at ease. And once that ease came over me, it's like, ah, okay. And the next morning when I woke up, it's, I, this was Friday, so this is Sunday now. For the last three days, or last two days, Saturday and Sunday, it has been perfect and I'm walking on it more and more than I ever have, and it's not swelling up. So it really is just trusting and having faith yes. that all is well. Yes, absolutely. And that's part of the healing process. Yes, and believing, my friends, that you have within you a healing capability, that that you can self-heal your body, uh, that you can actually he- send healing and loving energy out to others around you. But start first with just self-healing your body and, and, and trusting in that. My grandpa was a healer and a physical healer. Um, and so people would come to him for miles around with all sorts of life-shattering uh, illnesses that uh, that he would touch them. And one day, um, as he was my first teacher, I said, Grandpa, I see you doing this. And he said, no, no, no. You don't see me doing anything. You see these people believing that God will heal them, and God does. So they are healing themselves, and to label me a healer is really a misnomer. He didn't say that. I'm saying that. To label him a healer is a misnomer. All he was, as he told me then, was a vessel. A vessel that would people felt in this human form they could come to him, and he could remind them of their own ability to heal. And it was, it was truly, truly a miraculous thing, and it has a lot to do with the mindset. You know, when Brian tells his story about um, the doctor saying it looks like it's sprained, 
it, it reminds me of that story in the Bible. Um, and I'm not advancing any faith above any other faith, my friends. I think when we get to the core of all of the organized religions, we see a lot of fear. But before the fear, when you go down to the real kernel, the seed of each one of those religions, it was the top. It, it is the topic of today's presentation, Love Others as You Love Yourself. And love others. Recognize our human nature. Our divine nature is love. And allow that to put to rest the human fears, the concerns about safety. But in any event, getting back to our topic, when, if you'll recall, for those of you who are Christian, uh, I believe there's probably similar stories in other faiths. Uh, Jesus was amidst a throng of people, and a woman came up and simply touched his cloak. And he felt her touch. But it wasn't his feeling her touch that caused her to be healed. She touched his cloak and was healed. Why? Because she believed that God could heal her simply by her asking through a simple reaching out and touching. Uh, some of you know when we started the radio program here back in October, uh, we had barely had four or five of, of the Sunday programs. We had no Friday programs under our belt. And uh, the Friday programs are actually a blessing of my having broken my hip. And um, I don't like pain medication because when I take pain medication, I lose my connection with God, with love. And I don't like that. I don't like to be sleeping all the time and out of touch with uh, the be-all and end-all. You know, I just don't care for it. Allah, Yahweh, uh, God, love, Christ. I don't like to be disconnected from love. And so I said, no, no, I don't want any pain pills, you know. And then they made me get up and get on a, a walker and try to walk after just having had surgery. And I began to learn the value of deep breathing. You know, breathing and releasing the pain, relaxing and releasing the pain to love. And so, my friends, each and every one of you have healing in yourselves. But it really commences with what our topic is about today, loving yourself. You really can't love others until you love yourself. We're going to talk a little deeper about that. But bottom line is, love yourself. Believe you're worthy. And you'll be healed. You will be healed. And even if you have chosen to be at this place, in this time, in this condition, and you have chosen for this to be your final days, leave this existence embraced and illuminated by your highest self knowing that you are at your highest peak. Healed has lots of ways of talking about. It doesn't necessarily mean that uh, this human form is perfect. So I love the prayer. I love the prayer. I love your story, and I'm afraid I took it a little longer than I had expected, but uh, thank you so much, Brian, for sharing. I think you said so many wonderful things, and I'd like to just... uh, pull out some Please. of those points because it, they're just that strong. Um, you Thank said you. It when you said, um, just believe that you're worthy of love. When you believe and you have faith, Jesus told us in the Bible, and I also recite the Bible because that's just the, book, the, most, the book that I know the most. Mm-hmm. But all the mm-hmm. books, all the holy books are equal in their usefulness. And they're wonderful texts. And so that's why I just recite what I know. And in the Bible, Jesus said, if you have but the faith of a mustard seed, you will move mountains. That is what she did when she touched his cloak, is that she believed. And so it was. And that's that's what we find, or at least I know I found myself in that place when I had the accident with my ankle mm-hmm. is at first I told myself I believe but then a lot a lot of what happens to us I know through my experience 
is that when it doesn't happen in our time frame that we set in our minds, that we start to doubt. And once you doubt, it's like pulling up all that belief that you had, like a seed. You pull it out of the ground and say, why isn't this working? Let me check it. And once you do that, you kill it in a way. Yeah. And so you have to start over with your belief. And so that's what happened with me, with the doctor, is I went back and when I got his affirmation, my belief became tenfold stronger. And that's why my ankle is now healed, because I believed. And but I started to doubt. And so this is, why, this is something I wanted to bring up. That prayer that I said at the beginning that Mara wanted me to recite comes from a book called A Course in Miracles, a fabulous book with many insights. And one um, sentence or uh, half of a paragraph that it says here is, it takes great learning to understand that all things, events, encounters, and circumstances are helpful. It is only to the extent to which they are helpful that any degree of reality should be accorded them in this world of illusion. The world of the word of value can apply to nothing else. And what that means to me is that all things are helpful. The only thing we should ask ourselves in every situation in our lives is how helpful is this? Yeah. And for example, let's say that you're taking drugs, um, cocaine, speed, whatever, something that you know that has those effects on you, and you you can say to yourself, "How is this helpful to me?" And if you and if the reply comes back, "Well, not very helpful," then you know that it's not very helpful, and you should not value it very much. And then you say to yourself, you know, how helpful is exercising and getting out and walking? And you get back the response, very valuable. Well, you should probably partake, partake in that more because its value is higher than the other task. And this is the truth of the world. Everything's valuable to let you know who you truly are and who you truly want to be. And that's the gift of everything in your life. You know, that is so true. In fact, there's a wonderful, um, I, I love these little Neil Donald Walsh conversation with God cards. When I find my, my instincts or my gut is getting all back in the chaos of life, um, you know, I many times will go and find where I've got mine laying and pull a card and just kind of see what God has to say about it. And there is one that is is beautiful. Uh, well, there are many that are beautiful, but but the idea being that we each um, each soul needs to walk its own path is, is just just uh, an amazing concept for me. It's it's letting go and letting others, and then the one that fits right with what uh, Brian just said was um, there is no right or wrong. There only is what serves you and what does not. Wow, huh? I mean, that's exactly what you were just sharing, I think, Brian. Yeah, that is exactly right. You know, what serves you and what does not. I have, um, I, I think we all probably have stories about friends who have been touched by drugs in this day and age. Uh, the drug one kind of caused me to think about a friend that um, I will forever treasure because he taught me that somewhere out there there's a man that I can sit back to back with and meditate and that as we sit back to back, I can feel the combined energy of him and that affirmed for me my connection with all people and he was a beautiful soul. I felt when he was straight and sober, uh, when I sat and meditated back to back with him, I felt as though I was encased in a beautiful golden globe of love. I felt like when people talk about soulmates, I first of all believe there are probably many soulmates that we have, that we feel a soul connection, because we're all souls traveling here together and we have done it before. But when 
this was to me what a soulmate was about. This person, and and I still hold him very dear in my heart. I just can't hold his drug use and and the pains that those things cause and the human characteristics and fears that those evoke in me. I, I just am not there. But I remember him, and I know how hard it was for him to say no to drugs. Uh, and I know that on some level in his mind, they served him. And I don't understand that. I'm not going to suggest that I do understand it. And that's why I cited both of those little cards from Neil Donald Walsh, allow each soul to walk its own path. Because I had to, uh, in order to love myself, I've never expected to come to this place, Brian, this is unexpected, but in order to love myself, I had to have allow him the dignity of living his life alone, not as part of my life. I had, And I gave up something that I treasured, which was those uh, moments of meditation where I truly felt connected to, to uh, someone as I connected with the other side. And so there's, if, even though you look at what is serving you, there are times when there is some part of you that is being served that is paramount, and that's part of the human experience. And then we have to allow that soul to walk. The soul that's made the decision that something that's harmful, we have to allow them to walk their own path. You've touched on so many things that are just, I think, are paramount in the world today. Um, and what you were saying there is basically we we have to allow people to be who they choose to be. And I know yes. that can be a, a difficult place, especially when it's a loved one or you know, or a child. And even if they're a grown child, you still have that bond with them. And when they're hurting themselves, as you see it, through drugs, you want nothing else but them to stop and be healed. Yes. And we start to find ourselves getting in a place of agonizing over their, of where they're at and wishing they would just be somewhere else. And part of loving yourself and loving others is to release them to be who they choose to be. And although it can be painful, I know I've found in my life that when you do that for others, when you release them and say, you choose who you want to be, they start to find their way. In a weird way, it's like we're holding them off from where they want to be by wishing them to be there now. Same thing like with my ankle. I was wishing it to be healed on my time. And because I was giving it a time frame, it was delaying its time to heal. And once I said, okay, it will be done when it's done, it happened instantly. That's the power of faith, belief, trust. Yes, that's the miracle that they talk about in all of the programs. The miracle is that it will happen right now. It really will. If you let it. If you invite it in and if you believe you are valuable enough. You know, when you look at at many of the programs out there for people who who are working together to find their highest self and away from from self-harming behavior, when you look at those programs at their core is the realization that if you just sit down and look at what is making you feel so unloving, so unlovable, that you can't even love yourself, when you really look at it, it's a bunch of feathers, stuff that's done, stuff that can't be changed. It just cannot be changed. And when you recognize that right now, and as Brian said a few minutes ago, it's accepting that everything is where you are, just accepting what is. When you accept what is and can believe that you're valuable in that moment, and even if all of that garbage that has gone on in the past reflects poorly on you, that's not going to reflect poorly on you from now on. You're a different person. In the now, you have restructured yourself, and you are lovable. 
And with that, uh, Brian, I'm going to um, put on Meditation Station's Pool of the Soul and ask you uh, if you can lead us in our centering exercise, followed by our our collective energy moment, uh, our prayer. And um, I thank you for doing that. I think it's um, very appropriate that you said um, with your your friend there um, how you would sit in meditation with him and have this wonderful energy of a of a bright white golden light just engulf you, and yeah. that is going to be the meditation today. So I find that Perfect. very appropriate. Thank you. Wonderful. Just as last week. Close our eyes. Get ourselves comfortable in whatever position we're most comfortable. Making sure our spine is straight. Taking deep breaths into the nose and out through the mouth. Into the nose. and out of the mouth. Into the nose. And out of the mouth. And as you continue to breathe, I want you to now bring your focus into your lungs. Feeling them expanding and contracting as you take deep breaths in and out. Just focusing, feeling, loving the sensation. And now as we continue to focus there, we start to feel a wonderful light, a wonderful energy, a white golden light sitting just above our heads. And now as we take our focus there, we start to see this ball of light. And the energy coming off of it is so wonderful. And we see this ball of light coming down through our crown chakra, start to enter us. And as it enters us, we feel our energies rise. And as it comes down, we start to see, as it gets into our third eye, it starts to take on a little bit of a purplish tint. So now we have white, gold, and purple swirling around, combining. And now as it keeps coming down further and we continue to breathe in and out, taking deep breaths, we feel it come down into our nasal cavity and into our throat and down into our neck and as it gets down there it now takes on a little bluish tint combining with the purple the white and the gold becoming a kaleidoscope of colors and energies and now as it continues down down into our shoulders and into our upper chest and upper arms and as we continue to breathe in and out deeply we feel it coming down into our lungs and heart and as it gets down there it starts to take on a pinkish swirl of energy combining with the blues and the purple and the white and the gold becoming even more beautiful in its energies. And as we feel it there, it starts to come down, 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 through our chest, into our stomachs, and solar plexus area, and also into our forearms. And now as we feel it down there, it starts to take on a little bit of a yellow tinge, combining with the pink and the blue, and the purple, 
and the white and the gold. And the energies are getting stronger and more vibrant. And as we continue to breathe, we move down into our lower abdomen. And we feel it down in our hands and wrists. And as it starts to make its way down there, it now takes on an orange color. Adding the orange with the yellow and the pink and the blue and the purple, white and gold. As this kaleidoscope of colors and energy merge even more. It's a beautiful ball of energy. And as it continues down more, down into your hips and buttocks, you start to feel an energy of red combining with the other energies of yellow, orange, pink, blue, purple, white, and gold. And it's just a beautiful tapestry of colors and energies swirling through your body. And as it continues down, it enters into your legs now, taking all these energies and colors through your body. And as it continues on down through your legs, you feel it entering and you feel the wonderful sensations as you continue to breathe, taking deep breaths in and out as it makes its way down into your lower thighs and into your knees. You feel that this energy is healing. It feels so warm and soothing. And as you continue to take deep breaths in and out, it continues on down into your calves. And once again, you feel the wonderful energies as it continues even further down into your ankles. And as you continue to keep your focus on this beautiful colors of this tapestry that is produced, as it just continues to swirl around, you start to feel the energies and the colors entering your foot into the arch of your foot and into the heel and into the ball and you feel it in your toes and now you feel this energy going out through the bottom of your foot down into mother earth and as it as it moves down into mother earth you start to feel it pick up some green energies as it makes its way to the core of the earth and now the, the green is mixing with the red and the orange and the yellow and the pink and the blue and the purple and the white and the gold becoming even more beautiful and complex in its wonderful tapestry of kaleidoscope of colors and as you continue to breathe in and out into the nose and out of the mouth you feel these energies making their way up back to the core, making their way back to you. And you can feel the energies getting closer and closer. And as they come closer, they become more intense in their vibration. And as they, go, they start to come to your feet and entering your feet, you feel those wonderful sensations again. And as you continue to breathe, in and out deeply. You now feel it in your toes and in the ball of your foot and in the arch of your foot and in the heel of your foot. And now you feel the energies in the, in the top of your foot as they make their way back up your feet into your ankles. And as you continue to focus and feel these wonderful energies, they make their way up higher into your calves and shins. And you can feel the, the healing energies as they're making their way up your body. And they come into your knees and up into your lower thighs, moving so gracefully and peacefully, but yet with an intensity that is so beautiful to feel. 
you continue to breathe deeply into the nose and out of the mouth as it starts to enter your upper thighs. You're enjoying these energies so much as it starts to enter your hips and buttocks area again. And you feel the red from these energies starting to come back into your body and leaving this ball of energy as it comes back into you. And those energies are even magnified that much more as they become as they become a part of you once again. And all the healing properties coming into you. And as they move as it moves its way up, you start to feel it now in your lower abdomen. And you feel the orange colors starting to come out of this ball of energy and back into you. And once again, these energies are so wonderful to feel as they combine with you once again. And as you keep your focus on these energies and this ball of energy, you're continuing to breathe deeply into the nose and out through the mouth. And as the energy continues up into your solar plexus and its stomach area, you start to now feel the yellow energies making their way back into you, swirling around, becoming a part of you once again. And as all the yellow is in you now, you start to feel the ball of energy making its way up into your heart chakra. And when you get to the heart chakra, you actually start to now feel that there's so much love in you that instead of taking back the pink color, you continue to add more pink to it. And the, the pink, it, it starts to blend even more with the blues and the purples and the white and the gold and the green. And it starts to take on more pinkish hue as, these, as you keep sending loving energy to this wonderful ball of energy. And as you, start, as you continue to breathe in and out deeply, you feel so wonderful giving all this love that is all within you. And this love is endless. You continue to add it to the ball of energy. And as this ball starts to, the energy is increasing so much and starts to fill up with pink, you send it along now, up through your, sh your shoulders and into your throat. And once again, you start to feel the blues coming out back into your throat as it's leaving the ball of energy as the pink is becoming even more pronounced and the energies of love are in this ball of energy. And as it continues up into your nasal cavity, you feel these wonderful energies as it starts to enter your forehead and your third eye chakra. And as it gets there, you start to feel the purples coming out of this ball of energy as the pink is taking up even more of the energies of the ball. And the purple is entering you. And again, you start to feel these energies getting stronger. And as you continue to breathe slowly into the nose and out through the mouth, you feel the energies coming into your crown chakra. And now you feel the white starting to enter back into your crown chakra as the pink is taking up even more and now as they, the white energy is coming back into you you start to feel and see this wonderful ball of energy being peak goldish light and as you 
as this, as this ball of energy goes out through the top of your head and back into the universe. You feel that you've sent love into the universe. And now just just feeling yourself once again as you breathe in and out, into the nose and out of the mouth. You feel all the energy swirling through you and you feel at peace and you feel calm and you feel loved. now as you continue to breathe, you start to, to slowly, slowly open your eyes. And as you start to slowly open your eyes, you now see the surroundings around you. And you feel that peace and the space of love. Let's reach our right arm out and let's share the energy that we have just created so beautifully inside of ourselves. The energy that has come from our remembering our divine connection, our reconnecting with love. Something that is available to each and every one of us at all times. Let's feel the beauty of that connection joy of it. And let's let the energy go down through our arms, out across the palm of our hand, through our fingers as we reach out to link hands with those who are listening now and leave a space for those who will come in the future because their energy is with us now too. Because now is all we have, my friends. the energy surging as we link hands and lift out our left arm so that we're sure to complete the circle of love of love and today we're going to talk about loving others as you love yourself and before we do that let's remember together let's reconnect together with this energy that is circling our planet and let's visualize our planet illuminated with the beautiful, beautiful energy that comes from us. And if there is only one of us here, let us realize that the three of us together are enough to make a difference. But it begins with knowing we are enough. Today I ran across a Muslim saying, um, that is uh, by Abu Fayyad al-Misri. And with our hands connected, let's hear these words and remember them. When Moses conversed with God, he asked, Lord, where shall I seek you? God answered, among the brokenhearted. Moses continued, but Lord, no heart could be more despairing than mine. And God replied, Then I am where you are. My friends, we have gone through a meditation, a centering exercise that has brought us to a place where each and every one of us can feel God within us and around us. God, love, Allah, Yahweh, the be-all and end-all, the great I am with us always because we are enough even when we forget. Namaste.
So today's topic, my friends, is um, doing unto others as you would have them do unto you. And Brian, I'm going to let you lead out on the topic, uh, if you would be so kind. Well, when we, like we were talking about earlier, when you're in a place where most things that you do in your life, and I know in my life it's the same way, we feel comfortable with what we're doing. And we're doing it for a reason. And although we might hear from other people that you shouldn't be doing such things or um, shouldn't you be doing it this way or whatnot, when we're doing that within ourselves, we're doing it because that's what makes us feel good. And so we should also look at that in the same way and let people do what they choose to do, however they choose to do it, and support them in that. And when we do that, we're loving that person and saying, I love you enough to let you go out and find your way and find your comfort comfort zone, if you will, or, or what makes you tick, if you will. Because when we... We might have found the way that works for us, but not no two people are the same. We are all just like snowflakes. We all come from the same source, but we all look different in our beauty. And so your way works for you. And someone might, their way might be similar to yours, but it's never going to be exactly the same. And that's the beauty of life. If we were all the same in our doing this, and, looking, and if we all looked the same, then it then it could you know we could get bored if you will, or wonder why everything is so monotonous and just same thing every day. The beauty of life is that we have all these choices and opportunities to explore ourselves and find out new things about ourselves. And when we can do that for ourselves and let other people do that for themselves, we find the freedom, and that's what true freedom is: is to let people be who they choose to be. And I've noticed within my own life that if I try to tell someone what they should be doing, most of, more times than not, I'm being hypocritical because I myself am not doing those things all the time. And so if we can, and I've noticed that it's easier to point out someone else's flaws than to look inside myself and see my own flaws, if you will. And so to, to, to look at people and just let them be and say they're learning and they're perfectly learning as they choose to learn. And I support that and I love that. And I, I, let them, I set them free to do that. And we look upon ourselves and we can even learn from them by saying, if I were in that situation, what would I do right now? It's like they're showing us, hey, look, here's, a, here's something that's going on. Take a look at this and see how you might react. Instead of judging them and saying, you know, why do you do that? Most of the time we just say, I know better than that. Why are you doing that? And we never even give it a second look. But when we can look upon it and say, oh, I think you might be going through this, and what would I be doing if I were going through that? We can actually become, get in a place of love with that person because now we're looking and trying to see the world through their eyes and trying to truly understand them rather than looking at them through our own eyes and then telling them what they should be doing. And that is another place of love and a place where we can share love with one another by trying to understand each other for who we are and what our experiences are. Yes, yes. I have to tell you, uh, thank you for what you said. I There's so much, once again, uh, with your statement also, there's so much I'd like to say. Uh, I, I think the idea of allowing each soul to walk its own path, which you talked about, of respecting people and where they are and allowing them to make their own choices, is is so grounded in self-love. When you're truly content in your own place, then you don't have to make other people be in a place different than they are in. You instead can look at their spot and try to understand, or or, or uh, even if you don't understand, allow them to be there. 
But I think when you don't love yourself, you're going around, you're in the what-if stage, the should-have, could-have, would-haves, the what-ifs. So if this person would be doing this, then you would be happy with yourself. If this situation were this way, you would be happy. If this happened this way, then you would be happy. There's all this conditions upon your happiness. And really, my friends, your happiness is your self-love. You're believing that you're enough in the moment just the way the moment unfolded. You know, just simply there. And so many times, um, in the part that Brian was talking about, in terms of looking at others and putting yourself in that person's place, first of all, that's so hard. That's so hard because we're in our place. But, you know, when uh, Jesus said, do unto others as you would have them do unto you, love others as you love yourself. I mean, when he was asked, what are the two most important commandments? And Mark, he said, love God with your heart, your soul, and your mind. Completely, my friends. And then love others as you love yourself. I mean, you think about that. that. Pardon me? Yes. I was just going to add upon that. Please do. Um. Jesus also said somewhere in the Bible, I don't know the actual book, and I'm going to paraphrase, but basically cool. he said, why do, you, um, why do you not look upon the twig in your eye, or, or why do you look upon the twig in your brother's eye, but not the log that's in yours? Yes, yes. That's when they were looking at, they were going to stone the, the, um, the prostitute. Yes, yes. So we, we can see that, like I was saying yeah. about hypocriticalness, is that, the thing I'm condemning my brother about is something I do as well. Yes, exactly. And that that is so true. That is so true. And so now accepting that you're you're an imperfect being, oh my gosh, my friends, uh that's a very hard thing to accept in our current structure. We I don't know, it was a couple weeks ago, maybe three weeks ago, we talked about why do I do everything so well and still feel like such a failure. It's because we've got this idea that somehow, uh, oh, you know what, my gosh, we refuse to recognize our own, our own godliness inside our imperfect selves and instead strive to be some sort of perfect idea of God that is judgmental and is condemning if you don't fit that perfect image. And yet, my friends, love told you who you are, and he, he told you his name. And she said, my name is the great I am. And in terms of the imperfections that we see, those imperfections allow us an opportunity to reach beyond the imperfections, both in ourselves and what we see in others by guiding, leading with love. If you don't have dark, you won't have light. You would have no chance to grow in the light if there weren't dark moments. You would have no chance to become light if you didn't occasionally feel dark so that you could distinguish the difference. So self-love arises almost from self-loathing, which means the opportunity is there right now. And it is from a simple kernel Believing and knowing you are enough just as you are. That God, Allah, Yahweh, the great spirit, the creator of the universe, the master of the universe, the divine mother, all love you right now just the way you are. And when you can love yourself just the way you are, then you can love the person who is sitting on the street just the way he is. And instead of blindly walking past him, you can see that kernel of light in him or her. You can have empathy and understand 
the effects of the choices that caused him or her to be there. You can set aside your judgments about worthiness, that they deserve to be homeless because they must have done something and God is not saving them. You are God's hand to save them in that moment. How do you know that the quarter you're about to put in the cup may not be the last quarter the person needs to buy a suit, to go to a job interview, to get a job, and to make momentous changes in the world? And if that quarter stays in your pocket, because you cannot put yourself in their position with their needs, you have changed the world by seconds, perhaps, perhaps forever. So the saying that one kind act can change the world is your kind act change the world. Wonderfully said. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, We are in our last three minutes, and uh, I know that there will probably be other times when uh, Brian will be joining us here on the show, both with uh, Bob present and with... uh, Bob absent, <laughs> and uh, Bob and I are going to Tibet, so Brian may we may ask Brian to be the show. So <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah, we're going to go to Tibet. Uh, I think we're leaving March 13th, and we'll be gone uh, two, I think two Sundays, possibly three Sundays. So, um, you know, plan. So <laughs> we may be calling out to you, shouting out to you, but I just want to thank you. I, I, oh, I just want to say, oh, I, I am so appreciative. You have brought so much to my life each Sunday, and uh, I, I am just, I am healthier and better because you've been here. Thank you very, very, very much. Uh, I so appreciate it. Um, I'm going to let you give some kind of closing thoughts, if you will, and then I'm going to take the the last minute and I'll turn the music on just to kind of lay some seeds for next week. But uh, please, uh, Brian, talk about, uh, I'd love to hear your closing thoughts. um, The show has been about love, and love is all that we are. So when we're loving ourselves, we're not only loving our neighbors, we're also loving God. Those three are the very same thing. And those those people that are in our lives that we might think of as being difficult people are actually truly our greatest teachers because they allow us to love when we think it's the hardest thing to do. So begin by loving yourself. And when you find the love of God within, you will be able to give it to your brother. Beautifully said. Beautifully said. Again, thank you, Brian, for coming and being a part of the program. We invite all of you to come on Friday morning. It's at 6 o'clock or listen in the archives to the meditation uh, series that I run that comes from the book that I scribed for love, Uniquely Created, Divinely Inspired You. Next week's topic, I think, is particularly one uh, that is noteworthy for today, and I'd like to share it with you. We will meditate to this, and then each of you will be invited to go out and meditate to this during the week as you find yourself having time to give God some of your time and give yourself back that time. The passage is, X stands for you in the formula of life. You are the variable which can make the difference. Every word you take, excuse me, every action you take and word you speak affects the world. Therefore, every action and word must be carefully evaluated to ensure it lifts people up and does not tear them down. Kind words and deeds open the door for further kind words and deeds. Try it, my friends. Thank you for joining us today. 
We look forward to hearing from you next week uh, and your joining with us next week at the time at nine o'clock Pacific Standard Time. Between now and then, may love enfold you. Peace be with you. Namaste. Namaste. Thank you. Take care, Brian. Thank you so much. Thank you, Mara. It was my pleasure. Talk to you soon. I look forward to it. Bye-bye.